You're listening to the Cultural Curriculum Chat, the podcast that specializes in multicultural education and classroom strategies. I'm your host, Jebe Edmonds. Let's get started. Welcome back, friends, to the Cultural Curriculum Chat. I'm so happy that you're here with me today. One of the terms that I have been really reflecting about this past month of October is cultural resilience. I found a really cool definition that refers to this topic of cultural resilience. And I found it from the Resilience Multiplier website. And it states cultural resilience refers to a culture's capacity to maintain and to develop cultural identity, knowledge, and practices in the face of adversity. Many human cultures have come and gone, others have survived. The longer surviving cultures can be said to be resilient, end quote. And we had some really cool family milestones this past October that really does tie into cultural resilience. For example, my play cousin, who is a cousin in my mind, her name is Marianne, and she was awarded at our alma mater at UMD, the Inspiring Engineer Award. And when we're talking about the face of adversity and cultural resilience, she is the epitome of that. She shared her story of being a Liberian war survivor at the age of eight and having a bomb going off right next to her elementary school and fleeing for her life with her mother in her Miss Piggy nightgown. And all of the things she thought about that propelled her to the world of chemical engineering when she was an undergrad and got her master's in chemical engineering. But her biggest passion was the safety of others and saving as many lives as she can. And now fast forward 20 years, she is VP of safety and loss at a very highly respectable firm. And seeing her get this award the beginning of October was amazing. And it was something that I've seen her grow in her path as a learner and as a cousin and a bestie, but watching that come full circle on campus was showing that she has been resilient with all of the adversities that she has faced. And we were celebrating her and her accomplishments and being in with her esteemed colleagues in the academic and professional world and knowing she was one of four honored that evening was amazing to see. Another example was my uncle Rocky and my aunt Rosalind. They celebrated their 25th wedding anniversary. And to talk about seeing them as a couple growing up, I've admired them as role models as well as my uncle and aunt. But to hear the story that my mother told me that When they got married in Liberia during the same civil war that my cousin fled from, they had to not celebrate so highly because they were in the midst of the war. They had to postpone their wedding because the war effort was ramping up. 
And then when they did get married, they promised each other 25 years ago that they will have their dream wedding reception on their 25th anniversary. And so for me coming in with my mom and helping with the rest of my aunts and and cousins setting up for their big day last weekend, I just looked at them in awe, wondering how resilient they have been 25 years ago, making this promise to themselves and being survivors of war, starting new in a new country, raising their children. Their children are thriving, healthy, and professionals in their own right. And watching them celebrate and enjoying and being honored to be in that celebration, that also is the epitome of thriving in spite of your adversaries in your trials and tribulations. And it was just a joyous month of October for me, um, seeing both relatives of mine shining and celebrating and knowing that one day we will be here in this place and we will get to celebrate our milestone of our 25 years of marriage. But also, in spite of it all, we came through and we were triumphant. And seeing my cousin getting her award in spite of it all, you know, going to a university that is a majority white student population and hearing people that had those hurdles that we both jumped through and leapt through and kind of had those smiles of, oh, you don't think I'm capable of doing this or you don't think I'm capable of accomplishing this. Just watch me. Nobody can tell us anything. And seeing her getting that award just was the icing on the cake. Educators, you are seeing your students in your desk. No, you're not going to know all of their stories, but you will also know that they are culturally resilient. They have been through a lot of our BIPOC students have been sitting at their desk ready to learn, and you are ready to teach them all the good things that you know. But I want you to take a pause, educators, and know that even though you're not the expert in that student's story, you have to know that they did face trials and tribulations. Their cultural groups have been almost eliminated by genocide in systems and laws that have been in place to silence them, destroy them. And in spite of which, your student sitting there is a survivor, is a human being, is an artist is a scientist, is a mathematician, is a historian. And they are waiting for you to ask them more about their story. They're waiting for you to ask them, how can I learn more about you sitting at this desk? So you don't have to wait 25 years to finally go, wow, that student that I had the privilege of having in my classroom Wow, look at them thrive. Look at them get this award of achievement. Look at them celebrate their their livelihood. Finally, don't wait that long. Ask them questions about themselves and let them share with you when they are confident in themselves to share. Let them share with you when they're comfortable in your space of their resilience. And I cannot tell you how many of them are so excited to share 
how they survived the unsurvivable, how they overcame what was in front of them that they were told they weren't going to. A lot of us in this space, educators, feel overwhelmed. We feel like, oh, what can we do? We're just trying to get through to this quarter to the end. We're trying to get through this assessment. When you are doing your morning meetings, when you are doing your SEL, social emotional learning activity, look at those cards that you have and see if there's ways that you can ask questions that are open-ended for all your students and let them share about themselves to you. Let them show you how they've been resilient in their culture. A lot of us know that if we take the time to build those relationships with our students, your student will come back to say, you know what? Mrs. Edmonds really did know me as a student. Mrs. Edmonds really made me feel welcome in her space. And I might be getting this quote wrong, but it's one of my driver quotes that I had when I was an educator in the classroom of Maya Angelou. And she always said, they might not remember what lesson you taught them, but they will always remember how you made them feel. And when you have been a survivor of war, trauma, abuse, systematic abuse and oppression, when you cultivate that belonging space in your classroom, that's when that student will feel that they're safe. And I want you to take this episode with you today to know that we have survivors in our day-to-day space. You may not know their whole story. They might not be willing to share with you at that moment, but just know that you are amongst people who have risen above, who have survived, who have left the people that they know, left their families that they know, have survivor's guilt of those that have died around them, and they are in your space ready to learn, ready to work alongside you as a colleague, ready to live freely and safely as your neighbor, but taking the time to let them share when they're ready to share is one of the most profound things that we can ever witness as human beings. I will share with you some really good links to help you as an educator, as a community member, learn more about cultural resilience. And when you have that neighbor that is excited about their milestone in life, know there is something in spite of it all that is worth celebrating. So tipping off my hat to my Uncle Rocky and to Rosalind Clark, tipping off my hat to my cousin Marianne Hoff, and tipping my hat to all of my relatives far and wide who have stepped up in resilience to everything that was against them and have shown the world and even our little community and even our family that in spite of it all, we do rise and we do celebrate in fullness beyond measure. So that's all that I have for you today, friends. I can't wait for you to share this episode with someone who wants to know more about cultural connections and understanding their BIPOC students and neighbors. I'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Bye-bye for now. 
Thanks for listening to Cultural Curriculum Chat with Jeva Edmonds. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast. We will be here same time, same place next week. Take care. Bye-bye.